beyond infinity. We've covered some of the privacy issues that are flowing through for people who arrive in Australia, and, and it happens in other countries as well, but Australia's got a pretty tough regiment. Uh, there was an example recently of a, an, an Australian expat living in Asia who returned and had his phone seized and had some compromising photos of an explicit nature of his, of his partner. Yeah, completely legal. Yeah, but they were legal that they could do this, yeah. but very embarrassing for him. And he protested a bit and was told that, you know, this was absolutely that within their rights to do this. And his phone was eventually returned to him and he vowed he would he would never come back to Australia. That yeah. He was going to basically yeah. type his affairs here and stay away yeah. uh, because of this, uh, this incident at the border. Now, a US judge has ruled suspicionless searches of travellers' digital devices is unconstitutional. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and look, obviously, we've got very different legal systems here in Australia and then obviously in the US. But it does seem to be that countries around the world are adopting this idea that if you enter at the borders, they have the right through their Customs and Border Protection Authority to be able to seize any electronic device mm. and review that for anything that would be considered harmful content. Mm. Whether you're, um, you've got a copyrighted content or illegal content on there or, or something that is not becoming of the country that they don't want you to bring, you know, bring into the country. Yep. Whilst our rules are not set to be challenged or changed, anytime soon here in Australia. It appears that recently challenged rules in America have led a federal judge to determine that there is digital privacy at the border, that in it's a historic opinion that the judge recognised that international travellers have significant privacy interests in their digital data and ruled that suspicionless electronic devices searches at US ports of entry violate the Fourth Amendment. Right. Now, we don't have this same constitution and that, that America has, so we're, we're not in any way suggesting that this is going to happen in Australia. But mm. it is comforting to know that if I'm going to travel to America, mm. I am unlikely, according to this ruling here, be subjected to this method that the Australians or, or even the US has, has previously been doing the last few years. Mm. The thing is that most people have security on their phones. So they're actually forcing you either to use a face ID or a fingerprint to unlock your phone That's so right. that they have unfettered access. They also don't rule out the possibility that they would actually copy material from your phone and or add material to your phone. And this has been one of the concerns is people you know, saying, well, have I had malware put onto my phone? Who knows what these guys have done? Because I've given, I've unlocked my device and given them unfettered access. And it's not that's what the law is in front of you. They've taken it away to another location. And one of the arguments where it was a manual or basic device search or an advanced device search. So a manual or basic would mean that an agent has taken your device and then have asked you to unlock it, face or or fingerprint, Mm. and they're actually flicking through. They're opening up different applications, whether it be photos or, or file systems, and they're manually looking through that. However, an advanced search would be potentially AI, which they would you know, plug your device into a system, and it would be running through your phone and then searching for particular images or content or, or keywords and then throw up a, a flag, which then somebody could probably look at. You know, in both situations, I'm not comfortable with because mm. we don't know what they're copying from that. We don't know what they're adding to that, as you've sort of indicated as well. Mm. And so it was 11 plaintiffs that brought this against the government, and it mm. was case of Al-Assad v. McLennan, it was basically determined, yes, due to the Fourth Amendment, Customs and Border Protection and ICE 
you know, without suspicion, they cannot just take your device and search it. So there needs to be, you know, it's probable cause, probable cause, or a reasonable suspicion that your device contains evidence of wrongdoing of some description. Mm. It doesn't go as far to say that they require a warrant. Mm. It just requires reasonable suspicion. Not so, just purely random. Yeah, and and potentially, I mean, this is where you wonder, uh, you know, how much sort of profiling goes on because. You know, that's always been a suggestion. The people who get stopped unnecessarily without probable cause mm. are often, it's done on the basis of race, it's done mm-hmm. on the basis of, of, of appearance mm-hmm. in some way, mm-hmm. or they look disheveled, or they look, they look, they don't look 100%. They well, look that there's something about them that, that, that triggers the, the interest. I doubt that this judge in America is stopping border protection people from applying those things because there is a, a room for that. If they see someone behaving suspiciously or what they deem suspiciously, mm-hmm. I mean, this is where it becomes a really grey area. Yeah. And I would have thought very hard to enforce if you say, okay, well, you can't do it without probable cause. You've got to have a reason to get ac- access to someone's device. One of the issues maybe... Then, it, then, then you just invent that. You just say, well, they behave oddly. Yeah. You know? well, they, they have the Muslim ban, which was if you came from a certain country, mm. you wouldn't be allowed access. I, I so that's if, been stopped. Uh, I I, 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 it may have been yes mm. but if potentially target based on religion so mm. if mm. the customs or and color protection skin, color, or where the country you've come from yep and yep. they see your device or they see you and they go well you potentially come from a country that um, has had terrorists before and and they target you based on that then they decide well i'm going to look through your phone and one of the issues is there are some religions that may cover up the body and therefore, if there are any photos of that without the coverings, that would be a problem for that person based on their religion as well. So, they, look, there are there are many reasons why it can be harmful to a person, both physically, psychologically, and we have to probably look at how many it's actually capturing. How you know what percentage of this? We don't know the actual numbers, but based on what we have seen in the, in the media so far, mm. it's a small number of people that are actually being caught for that, anything. That's right. Says. And as we said, I mean, if you were, if you really did have something to hide, you'd be stupid to have it on your phone walking through a border with it. You'd put it in the cloud, exactly. or you'd you'd have it access, accessible by a, a VPN or something. Yep. You know, there's ways of. And some security things. experts yeah. are saying that now. If you are going to carry something, you know, confidential for your business, for example, mm. you would save that onto a, a cloud device in an encrypted way, mm. clear your phone of absolutely everything. Absolutely. And then when you get into the country, then you can download that and restore your yeah. phone, restore your device. Yeah, that's right. But it is interesting that America, which has been quite draconian, I mean, they did have that, that policy of, of refusing Muslims for a while there which, with a huge backlash, not to mention, the, you know, the IT industry saying, well, we need to be able to employ the best people from around the world that's, right. that's what makes it strong that's yes. what that makes that sector so strong for america and if they if they have these sort of arbitrary bans enforced then they actually can they can lose competitive advantage it's interesting esha bandari an attorney with the aclu said in a statement that the ruling quote significantly advances fourth amendment protections for the millions of international travelers who enter the united states every year by putting an end to the government's ability to conduct suspicionless fishing expeditions the court reaffirms that the border is not a lawless place and that we don't lose our privacy rights when we travel so interesting stuff there i'm sure this is going to be something that comes up it's going to be something that that pops up over time and this will obviously be challenged there will be a need for some of the law enforcement i'm sure will argue that there is a need to be able to check anyone's device Uh, but at what point does it take too far and i don't see that there will be a challenge here in australia that's going to result in something similar because of you know we don't have the fourth amendment uh, rights yeah Uh, I mean, in some ways, maybe we have more respect for people's privacy, maybe, but then we do have the anti-encryption rules that were brought in 
and we've, we've reported on them before on this program, and they are some of the most draconian in the world. And they're actually saying that because of the government's insistence on access to encrypted material, that certain businesses wouldn't do business in Australia, right. that it was actually yeah. going to cost us the Australian economy money because the companies that say, well, this is just too confidential, yeah. it's too sensitive, we can't operate in Australia yeah. under that regime. And I believe that's still the law. It hasn't been repealed yet. That's right. Bit by bit, our privacy is being chipped away. They want backdoor access to certain encrypted programs which hasn't been created just yet, but unfortunately we're wearing away the privacy that we so expect. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Science and Technology Podcasts. You'll find show notes and other resources, plus our complete searchable backlist of over 600 podcasts at our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au.